<laughs> it's Friday. Friday. For us. Monday for you. Yeah. Sorry. I guess it's Monday for us now that we're listening to this now, right? Yeah. Here we go, guys. Ready to get into another episode of Up In Your Business. This is episode 11, and today we have on the show Mike Yeager. Mike with the Y. Y, not an I. Um, so, yeah, I know, you know, Mike and I were both named Mike, and we share a studio with a guy named Mike, and uh, down the hall is a photographer named Mike, so um, <laughs> apologize for the confusion, but it's M-Y-K-E. Mike Yeager, he's a photographer here in Pawtucket, and um, his interview was really cool. We've been trying to get him on for a couple weeks, and uh, obviously since he's down the hall, it uh, should be easier, but, you know, we both have a lot going on, so um, this is a cool one. I had a, a lot of fun talking to Mike. Three had, mics, one podcast. Three mics, one podcast. Um, <laughs> I had no idea he was from Kentucky. Uh, I'm not going to give away too much detail, but uh, a lot of new stuff I learned. Even though he's down the hall, we don't get to talk to him as often as you'd think. He's um, a busy guy. He is a busy guy. So uh, stay tuned to listen. Don't leave. And um, right now we're going to do our pre-production. I have a pretty good one today. All right, let's um, hear it. So recently I've been talking about uh, Lyft and Lyft went public a couple weeks ago. Um, did you see that? So you initially said there was around like 70 bucks or so. They, yeah. When they opened up, it they was were like, 86. Yeah. It was way more than that. And now it's lower. Oh, it dropped. Yeah. Look at, see what it is right now. Um, while I'm doing this, but, uh, today we're talking about Uber, Uber officially, um, it's not public, but Uber officially filed their S one to go public. So Lyft is $60 bucks. and 12 cents. All right. I mean, it's still early, right? Eh. I was going to do Lyft. I wanted to get some Lyft stock, honestly. Um, but I guess, I don't know. Now I'm glad I didn't right away because I could get some now for $25 cheaper. But yeah. um, anyway, now it's Uber. I think Uber is the kind of like holy grail of it. Uh, they were kind of the first to be around. and um, Were they before Lyft? They were? They were. I think they were around before, as far as I know. They Really? I feel like they became big before Lyft did. Um and I actually thought Uber was going to go public first, but Lyft beat them to it. Now Uber's going. Um, the plan is supposedly next month they'll be public. They filed their S1. Um, so here's some of their numbers. 2018, their revenue was $11.27 billion. Net income of $997 million and adjusted losses of $1.85 million. The IPO is expected to sell $10 billion in stock. And it's going to value the company at a hundred billion or more. So, do you remember what Lyft's uh, evaluation was? Lyft's was that was up around there too, I think. Right? Yeah, they weren't far off from there. Lyft was very close there. I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was, uh, yeah, it was close to that. Um, so, I'm curious. Anybody here going to buy some Uber stock? Are you going to buy Uber stock? Nope. Um, strictly weed stocks. Strictly weed stocks. Okay, yeah. they're making me a fortune, <laughs> kind of. Um, I might do some Uber. If you're going to do Uber, let me know. Let's. Uh, Let's pull in. Let's get a bunch. Um, I wouldn't say the company would. We should buy some with the yeah. company. But after seeing what happened to Lyft, I don't I know. know how much I. Uh, I, I know. That. You know what? I wonder if people saw what happened to Lyft now and are nervous to buy Uber. I mean, it, yeah, it deterred me for sure. That makes sense. Shit. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna keep using Uber though. <laughs> they actually have been giving me thirty percent off for the past week randomly. Because they're know. trying to gain um, like users. Oh, they're really? Trying to get people staying on the app and shit oh yeah they about to keep making uh keep making uh user accounts and getting that discount yeah there you go. <laughs> uh 
Um, what do you got? Yeah, well, so I don't really have an article. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Today want to talk was about? a lot. Well, today's Friday. You know, we record the intros on Fridays. Yep. Uh, just been a you know pretty crazy busy week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when you're listening to this, it's Monday. You've already uh, you've already seen the Game of Thrones premiere. You've seen yeah. who won the Masters. True. You know, I'm just excited for a good weekend. Uh, me and you, you know, you and I had a uh, a pretty uh, crazy week this week. Yeah. And uh, it's nice we're sitting here drinking a Coors Light. Yep. Um, enjoying the afternoon and uh i know just wishing everybody uh i hope everybody had a good weekend yeah that's right um i'm unprepared as fuck as you can tell (laughs) (laughs) that's all right when does the masters end sunday oh okay so the masters ends on sunday probably around six or seven and then game of thrones premiere right after that it's about to be oh yeah (laughs) about to be an epic sunday i hear all right all right, well, let's get into it. Um, before we do, uh, as always, this uh, interview is brought to you by Dev Hero. Um, he's on Instagram as of pretty recently. He's Dev Hero LLC, and then you can check out his website at dev-hero.com. He is a web developer and audio engineer here in Rhode Island. Uh, so if you work for a company that needs a crazy website, uh, he's definitely the guy to go to. Um, so hit him up, dev-hero.com. And we were actually talking, going back and forth with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been nice enough to sponsor the show. We're like, why don't you come on the show? Yep. So he's going to, I think he's going on vacation or he's traveling next week. But yep. hopefully in the next two weeks or so, we'll have him on. And yeah. you guys can kind of get behind the scenes with him and yeah. actually understand what he really does. We we always say what he does a little bit, but you'll learn a lot more about what he does. Yeah, I think in two episodes. He'll be yeah, there. two more, I think so. will be good. Cool. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy this interview. Today we have three mics at the table, but one of them is spelled a little bit differently. It's M-Y-K-E. Mike, why don't you uh, tell us your name and tell us what you do? Well, you already told me my name. So I'm Mike Yeager. <laughs> I'm a photographer, a fitness and fashion photographer, actually, here yeah. in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for coming on. Thanks uh, We're going to start this off with uh, a new segment I started called 20 Questions. There's not actually 20, but... The name fit perfect. So nobody's coming. Uh, so this is gonna be like rapid fire. All right. So be quick. Favorite color? Red. iPhone or Android? Blackberry. Left or right? I'm right. Pick a number one to ten. Seven. What's your favorite number? Forty-one thirty. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite liquor? Bourbon. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot coffee. Steak or chicken? Steak. Mac or PC? Um, PC normally. Mac in the studio. Last time you ran a mile or close? Yesterday. Cool. Is that the Peloton? Yes. You ran a mile? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did 21 yesterday. And what's the uh, what's the significance of the 4130? Um, yeah, that's a good one. Once a BMX kid, always a BMX uh, kid. I got you. You know, 4130 Chromali, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Straight wow. to the heart. Gotcha. You know what's funny is I think he's the third person for pick a number one to ten that's at seven there's only people have picked seven uh, yeah i was gonna say out of all the ones we've done i think everyone said seven that's pretty funny uh that was quick though i think you were quicker than most people yeah it's right on right. uh so where'd you grow up mike uh, i grew up in louisville kentucky actually oh wow not even close to here not even close what brought you here um i met my wife here oh no way yeah school or no um i used to be a bmxer Okay. So I came to a BMX contest here. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, you see a hot girl in a room is like, hey, I'm going to go talk to this girl. (laughs) So my first question to her was, so what are we doing tonight? Really? Yeah. Was was that really your first line? Yeah, it was my first line. Like, I seriously walked up to her and said, hey, what are we doing tonight? 
And she <laughs> Did it goes, work? She goes, I don't know. And she goes, I'll pick you up at eight. And I was like, cool. <laughs> so, That's crazy. Yeah, uh, we've been together since January 25th, 1992. Jeez. At 4 p.m. Six, six days before my birthday. I met her at 4 p.m. It's funny. It's <laughs> that I actually know at the exact time I met her. That's it, funny. Damn, I didn't know that. That was a good pickup line. There you go, Mike. Use that. I might try to use that. Yeah, use that one. <laughs> so, uh, when when did you get into photography, and, and what got you into it? Um, I got into photography in 2008 after okay. um, I left the music business. So I was an audio engineer, and I was doing that. And you remember the song "I'm a Jerk"? Yeah. yeah. Right. So the the funny thing was is. I was working in my studio and, you know, yeah. I was, I was pouring my heart and soul into this one beat that I was working on one day and I came upstairs and turned on TV and that was the song that was on. Oh, and I just shit. sat there so and, and it kept rewinding the DVR and playing it over and over and over and over. And I got to the point and I said, screw this. I'm, I'm done with this business. Yeah. So I immediately listed everything in my studio on Craigslist. Wow. So I had a friend call me like two hours later. It's like, hey, did somebody break in your studio? I'm like, why? He's like, somebody's got everything you have <laughs> on listed Craigslist. on Craigslist. And I was like, no, it's, like, it's all mine. Man. I said, I'm done with this. I'm walking away. And he said, well, what do you got to sell? And I said, everything. And my wow. friend, um, another local photographer, Justin Case, yeah. showed up at my house with a grip of money. And I was like, he goes, what can I buy? And I was like, whatever you want. Wow. You know, he had me handed me a stack of money, and the next day, for some reason, I went into hunts and bought a camera. Really? Yeah. So you were in Rhode Island at this point? Yeah, I was in Rhode Island. Okay. Wow, that's insane. What made uh, you choose photography? Was yeah, there any background it, in it? No, there was yeah. there was no background, and it was, um, like I said, I just went into hunts, but I never had an idea of going into a camera shop. Yeah. You know, I had no idea, no desire to be a photographer or anything. So, some reason, the car just turned in the parking lot, and uh jerry who works there yeah he he sold me my first camera i bought a um canon film camera okay and he goes are you sure you don't want digital i was like no i want it i want a canon i want a film authentic my grandfather <laughs> yeah. shot film yeah and i was like yeah you know i want this and this was 2008 this was 2008 okay. and i said all right i'm gonna go buy three rolls of film wow. loaded those three rolls of film shot the most random shit ever yeah yeah had to take that those rolls of film to CVS. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, so this was a bad idea. Um, <laughs> this is going to cost me a fortune to do this. So yeah, it's not cheap, right? Yeah, like 3 days later I took the camera back. And he goes Really back to Hunts. I took it back to Hunts. What? And he goes, I told you she got digital. Oh, uh, shoot. <laughs> so he he exchanged it for a Fuji S2 Pro. Okay. That one didn't work. I got home and God. it didn't work. And then so it back. I took it back the next yep. day and got the S3 Pro. Okay. So, How much was that at that time? Um, I think I paid like $600 for it. Oh, wow. You know, it it was great. Yeah. You know, I still have that camera to this day. That's it's, funny. So it, that one worked? It, it That one worked. Right. And I used that one for maybe two years yep. until I dropped it and the, the IR filter broke. I took the lens off and all the glass started falling. Out. Uh, it was pretty funny. That's not good. But and now it only shoots black and white. Oh, really? Yeah, because you I, still use it every once in a while. I do, and it That's runs. Cool. It runs on four AA batteries. Oh my god! Twelve Jeez. megapixel camera. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. You know? That's funny. 
Wow. History, huh? Yeah. Um, so did you, you had no, you did no school in photography? No, YouTube University, man. Really? Yeah. That's funny. So how long, how long did it take you till basically like, um, I guess like from when you got your first camera, like how long did it take till you felt like comfortable? It took a, took a while. Like yeah. my, my initial reason for photography was to shoot pictures of my kid, you mm -hmm. know, like everybody else, you know, I wanted, I wanted to take pictures of my kid. I want to yeah. shoot pictures of rusty hinges and park yeah. benches and shit, you know, yeah. all with like the, you know, the bokeh, yeah, the yeah, blared back. Yeah. yeah. Back then it really, bokeh wasn't really that big of a thing, but you know, I wanted to do the artsy stuff. Right. And one, my kid hated me having a camera in her face. So yeah. that didn't really work out. Then eventually one of my friends said, Hey, my girlfriend's sister is a model. You know, do you want to shoot pictures of her? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, well, come on. I'm like, no, I don't know how to shoot with people. Right. So it's a totally different thing. He convinced me to do it. Um, and then this girl, Stephanie showed up and I was like, well, maybe I can do this. Yeah. You know, why not? You know, what's going to hurt? Give it a shot. So that's basically where my career in shooting with people, people came. started. Yeah. yeah. And so when was that? That was 2000, late 2009. Oh, okay. Early right. 2010. Damn. That's cool. Um, so did you, when you left, uh, did you have like a full-time job in audio engineering or was that sort of like you were doing your own thing as well? Um, I was doing it freelance, but I was also working for major labels. Mm -hmm. So that was what I was doing. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't really that rewarding right. business you know what people don't really realize about the music business is you know if if you're producing beats for record labels you're contracted to produce 50 beats a month sure and then put them on back in the day cds you had to send these cds out <laughs> yeah you know so def jam would get you know a stack of cds you know rockefeller would get a stack of cds and then you're hoping that just one of those beats gets picked up gotcha you know, and if not, they just end up on somebody's desk and a couple of years yeah. later, you're like, Hey, I produced that. And you don't know how it got into somebody's hands. Right. Interesting. You know, can you um, lose credit like throughout uh, that process? Like I've had, I've had two beats stolen, Yeah. you know, and then show up on like major albums, but yeah. we're not going to get into that. So yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll just say that one, one artist is a very popular artist right now. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so when you started doing photography, uh, when was the point that you felt comfortable to kind of like start charging people or, or start making money off of it? Um, I didn't really start making money until about 2012, okay. 13. Yeah. Yeah. It would be about 2013. Mm -hmm. Just after I got, after I moved here into the building in the studio. Okay. Um, so the first six months was kind of like, hey, I just have a studio. Let's shoot some stuff. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, you want to shoot some stuff? Then you're going to pay me. Yeah. But I was only charging like 125 bucks. Right. Yeah. You know, which, which was great. You know, yeah. everybody's starting out to charge like as much as they can get. Right. right. You know, but it, it paid the bills. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really trying to make a living. At right. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, that didn't come until... 2015 really mm -hmm. um and so you, you said you're, you're married i am married and you have one daughter one daughter and how old is she she's 26 what does she do she's a life coach life coach cool yeah cool she, actually, she went to school at emerson for live television production 
Oh, cool. Did she like want to pursue that at all? No. No? No. That's interesting. Was it because you were kind of into the creative like, media, fields. creative yeah. side? It, no. The funny thing is she used to come home from school mm-hmm. and she would bring like friends. You know, they they had photography classes and they had video, video projects. Mm-hmm. And she'd bring them home and her friends would be like, why don't you do photography? Your family owns a studio. A studio. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> You know, she won't follow me on any social media. Yeah. My daughter has, she has no idea what I do. She just, like, I mean, she knows what I do. You're just but dad. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's dad. Whatever. No does she, where does she live now? Uh, she lives in Boston. Oh, cool. So when you first started the business, um, you know, like you said, you're married, you have a kid. Was it tough to really like challenge? Um, was it tough to balance the kind of family life with building a business? And, you know, kind of what was that like? It's still a challenge, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, being a man and in the business that I deal with, you know, it's, you know, when you're talking constantly in email and text and Facebook message, Instagram message or whatever, and it's always with women, you know, any, any woman would have her, her doubts and, and problems with that, you know, which, which I totally expected my wife to have, but Mm -hmm. you know, most women don't realize that the conversations are going on. It's not like, Hey, what are you doing today? Hey, let's go out. It's right. It's 40 conversations back and forth. Like, do you want to do this shoot? I yeah. want to book a shoot. I love your work. Hey. And yeah. it's like, what should I bring? Like, like right. I don't have time for this. Yeah. And then eventually I got to the point where it's like, you know, I was really miserable, Really. you know, and I let my wife take over. So now my wife actually runs my business. Really? Yeah, uh, she no does. Way. She does all the emails, all the back and forth, you know, all that stuff with people. It's like I don't have to deal with that. I'm sure that's helpful. It, it helps out a lot. You can just focus on taking photos. Yeah, I, yeah, I can focus on that and play golf. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> that's all that matters. That's awesome. And so, when did that start? And what was that transition like? Um, she did that two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, the funny thing was when I first told her to do it, you know, me. Me being a man, it's like, I really don't want all this conversation back and forth. Yeah, it's yeah. like, either you're going to book the shoot or you're not. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're wasting my time. Right. You know, my wife will handhold somebody through 40 correspondence back and forth. Sure. And then she'll get them to book. So there when she started doing it, it went from me basically leaving thousands of dollars on the table. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I'd give up. I'd stop talking to you. Right, it's like, right. you're not going to book it. You're wasting my time. To my wife getting like, 80% of the people to book. Damn. So my business jumped crazy. The first the first six months that she started doing that. It What's was your wife's name? Mel. Mel. Go Mel. Yeah, shout Good out job, Mel. Mel. Mel's awesome. <laughs> Mel is a rock star, man. That's awesome. That's great. Um, and so you said that's still kind of a challenge. Like how busy are you most days or on a typical basis? And what's that like now balancing? Um, I do about 240 shoots a year. Okay. Wow. You know, that's, that's on a good year. Yeah. Not, not including weddings. Sure. Wow. Do you do a lot of weddings? Um, maybe 10, 15 a year. Okay. Modest. So this is one that I'm always curious about. Um, like over the years of being in business, um, like on the business side, rather than like the creative aspect, what do you think has been your biggest challenge? And then what do you think has been sort of like come most natural to you? Um, so whether that's like, advertising or finances or uh communication or or stuff like that like what do you think is the challenge and then what's kind of the easier part 
Well, creative people by nature are really bad business people. Yeah. We, we are awful. You know, don't give us money. You know, it's <laughs> like really because. We'll just spend it all. Yeah, we'll just spend it immediately, you yeah. know, on stupid stuff. Yeah. You know, and then come tax season, we're like, well, where's that 10 grand missing? I, oh, it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I bought this lens. I bought this lens. I yeah. bought this lens. It's like, did you really need that yeah. lens? Like, no, That's but funny. it's got great bokeh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. As far as like running a business and advertising and stuff like that, I've gotten kind of to a point where my website works best for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, when you think about it, you know, if they shut down Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, where's everyone going to go? I know. You know I think you it's still funny. need to have a website. There's a lot of people who I think probably rely on it heavily. And, you know, the internet is never, I mean, I can't say never, but, you know, I can't ever see the internet itself shutting down. So no. like you said, if Instagram shuts down, there's probably a lot of people who that's their portfolio and it's gone. <laughs> a lot of models will disappear. <laughs> no, no, but I, I look at it this way, you know, so with my website, mm-hmm. that's where I put my best work. Gotcha. You know, my right. website is my home. Mm-hmm. You know, when you invite someone to your house, you know, you know, someone's coming over <laughs> What do you immediately do? You clean up, you know, you put out, you know, the best china, you know, everything. You break out the good dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you want to show your Couch best has stuff. Couch got to be clean. Yeah, you want to show your best stuff. Right. And when it comes to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all that stuff, you're basically a squatter. Hmm. You know, it's not your home. You're, you're squatting there. You know, you can get kicked out at any given moment. You know, you're not paying for it. That's such an interesting analogy. You know, they can just take it away. Yeah, and then, yeah, absolutely. then what do you have? You right. have nothing. But if you have a website that stands by itself, yeah. and you direct people to it, you're always going to have more traffic to your own website opposed to Instagram. Yeah, you know, I I kind of you know I do spend maybe six hours a day on Instagram. Yeah, why it's just a waste of my time, but <laughs> you know I do find good stuff there. Yeah, but I don't get business from there. No, no, I, I gain a little bit. I No, I think I've booked maybe three shoots from Instagram in the last six months. Oh, wow. You know, but it's, you know, if I do have it, they are, you know, all my posts are usually, you know, Mike Right, right. You right. know, they're directing direct, to your website. I'm never saying go to my Facebook page, go to my Facebook business page. Right, right. You know, it's, you know, you can post on a business page and six people are going to see it. Yeah. You know, know especially with Facebook's going to go, yeah. Hey, give us 30 bucks. Right. You know, you'll then, re- we'll, then we'll show re- you. You'll reach 1100 people. Okay. Yeah. End of the week. Where are these 1100 people? Yeah. I only see that you showed it to eight people. Right. I want my, I want my 2995 back. <laughs> um, do you think, so when did Facebook come out? I, was it 2009? Facebook came out in 2000, the end of 2007. So do you think that's why you're like, much more of a website kind of person is when Facebook started. I mean, there was no business really side to it. So that was kind of the way you did things. Do you think that's how it's like molded you? Yeah. That's, that's interesting. And I think even now I look at your Instagram and like you're saying, you're not constantly posting on there. You're only posting the best and then sending people to your website. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, clearly it works. <laughs> well, I mean, I do have three Instagrams, you know, in my, do you? I do have three. <laughs> 
You got a couple, so, a couple burner accounts over there. No, <laughs> no, they they're all they're all technically still under the Mike Yeager brand. Yeah, you know, one is one originally started as my photography page. You know, I had one, and I had a friend who's another photographer, and she's also like a brand content creator. Mm-hmm. And she she looked at my Instagram one day, and she goes your branding is all over the fucking place. <laughs> you need to fix this. So I didn't want her to be right. So you, you know, created it. Yeah, so I didn't want, I didn't want her to be right, you know? <laughs> so I waited like four days Yeah. and I kind of created the Mike Yeager photography Instagram yeah. and started just putting my work on that one Yeah. and letting my original one that was just my name kind of, blend into me going out to dinner with my wife and sure. me playing golf and yeah. and just randomness like the personal side yeah the per- the personal side which most people which i have a which i had a really big problem with is people didn't know how to separate business and me life. me from a photographer and me as a person mm. so once i started just adding more of my like random day-to-day life people were like oh he's not just a photographer right. you know he does play golf he's you know? a human <laughs> yeah he's human you know but you know i also understand how people know me mm-hmm. you know i know when someone walks in the room and they introduce me to somebody that i know how you know me it's right. either do you know me as a person or do you know me as a photographer just by the way they say my name interesting you know it's you know if someone stretches my name in one word is hey this is mike Yeager. It's like, huh. you're, you know me as a photographer. You don't know me. You know, we've never sat down and had a beer. You know, we've never right. gone out to dinner. You know, we've never hung out or, or anything like that. Yeah. But somebody like, like Laura from Buns and Bites. Yeah. You know, she just, she calls me Mike. Mike. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, probably one of my greatest friends. Yeah. Cause it's between Mike and Mike Yeager. Yeah. Mike Yeager is it, the photographer. It's the brand. It's, it's just a brand. That's interesting. Um, Random question. What's your handicap in golf? <laughs> Why are you challenging me? Just wondering. You kept talking about it. <laughs> um, seeing how we live in New England, it's wintertime and I haven't swung a club yet. Yeah, that's all right. Um, what was at the end of last year? I'm not going to get into that. We're, we're judgment-free zone over here. <laughs> yeah, it's a judgment-free zone. We're playing a fitness here. All right. I'll just safely say I'm a five. A five? I'll just safely say I'm a five. Uh, so you're going to give me 10 it, shots if we play? It's a little lower, but I'll, I'll safely, I'll safely hang I'll take out 11. I'll we'll take have to 11. film it. We'll film this <laughs> challenge. Get a five. Put it out there. But, uh, I, but I'm, I'm a long drive guy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's my focus is competing long drive. That's, that's my next thing in life is competing. In it. No yeah? way. Yeah. That's cool. How old are you now? 48. 48. What, uh, what are the plans for the big five Oh, anything? <laughs> Hopefully chilling on a beach, hanging out with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does your wife do for work? Uh, my wife is the travel director for IGT Corporation. Oh, okay, cool. I'm trying to get in that building. Yeah. <laughs> well, she also has her own travel agency, oh, and shit. she runs Mike Yeager Photography. And like she, I said, she's a superhero. She does everything. Huh? Woman she, of many she, hats. She's a rock star. Shout man. out Good Mel again. <laughs> Mel, Mel listens. Um, so over the years, what do you think has been your favorite or couple favorite projects? If you had to pick one. Oh, a couple one favorite projects. Uh, I, I really like throwing paint at people. Yeah. 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 I've seen a few of those. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my signature project that I do once yeah. every two years. 
Okay. I, I do it every two years, and it's always the first week of December. Yeah. You know, I just randomly call a couple of friends like, hey, come to the studio. Guess what we're doing today? Yeah. Just Broken plan to go in. home covered in finger paint. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's how that comes about. So is that something like, how did that idea get into your head? Um, I get bored. Yeah. You know, when, when you do the same thing over and over and over, yeah. it's like, you know, fitness photography is great. You know, it's profitable. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of clients, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I really need to do, do something, something that different. just it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. You know, let's let's build a mini kiddie pool in the studio and throw paint or powder or water or whatever. Yeah. Anything but fire. You know? <laughs> you know, I'm not messing with fire. And um, as far as like your fitness work, what is um, what's like one of the coolest fitness projects you've ever done? Or maybe one of the coolest like fitness brands or or people you've worked with. Oh, that's tough. Tough questions here. That's a tough one. Um, actually, you know, this past weekend I did something I've never done was done ten shoots in one day. Really? Yeah. Like half hours, just real quick. It was a long day, so yeah. I had ten ten fitness competitors come in, and we did basically what would equal out to almost 10 shoots Mm -hmm. and but the stories they have you know some some fitness people are like hey i'm competing i have great abs like yeah yeah, whatever awesome sure but there's some that some people that come in that are like you know i'd hate to use the term soccer moms you know but but they are but that's basically what they are you know they're Mm -hmm. They're women who are, their husbands don't pay that much attention to them and they decide to compete in this competition and they lose 30 pounds and they feel great. That's, you cool. know, or you get that, that cancer survivor that's doing it and you're like, this is, this is amazing, yeah. you know, and I get to be part of you documenting that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what's awesome about doing fitness sometimes. That's crazy. Good. That's awesome. Um, do you have, uh, you know, some people have like a motto or some kind of like message, like, um, like my grandpa way back would always like tell me like, you know, work hard and it'll pay off. Like just always work hard. And so do you have like some kind of motto from a relative or a mentor that's kind of always like stuck with you or anything like that? Um, not really. Well, yeah, kind of, you know, I basically wake up every day and say be not afraid of greatness some are born great some achieve greatness and others have greatness thrust upon them hmm. so that's you know how i start my day every day is that a quote from someone it's from 12th night william shakespeare oh cool cool oh, wow damn i wouldn't know that look one. at you getting deep <laughs> i know i don't read shakespeare <laughs> tatted on the arm man oh there you go Did you? that's yeah, awesome even tatted on the arm um all right so what uh what are the future plans for the business anything uh anything on the horizon um, not to switch to Sony. <laughs> oh man, he brought it That's up. That's a big debate. <laughs> Here it is. What do you currently shoot with? Um, I shoot with Nikon. Nikon what? D three. D three. And you D- got a, you got D- a Hasselblad too, right? D three and D three S and the Hasselblad. Yeah. When did you get the Hasselblad? December 9, thousand fourteen. Oh, wow. I'm all about dates, man. What time? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, actually, the funny thing was, <laughs> you know, it. the funny thing about that camera. Is when I wanted this camera. 2013, I, you said? 2014. 14. I, I called Hasselblad 
and I was like, I want to buy this camera. Yeah. They, it's the most difficult situation ever to buy one of those cameras. Yeah. So I call them. I'm like, hey, I'm looking on the website and I want to buy this camera. And she's like, well, we have these great financing programs. And I'm like, no, I want to buy the camera. She's like, what well, do you want to finance it for? I'm like, lady, I want to buy the camera. <laughs> I have and, my credit card number ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she was like, well, I have to put you on hold. So what? she put me on hold for like five minutes, came back and said, all right, we can't sell you the camera. And I'm like, you're the manufacturer. Why can't you sell me the camera? So she said, well, here's what you have to do. So she gave me a number. I had to call a guy in Connecticut. And he had to place the order. Yeah. But he had to split it in two credit card payments, which was weird because I guess Hasselblad only lets you charge so much money on a credit right. card. So they had to do it like two and separate two charges. Wow. Makes sense. And I said, for the amount I'm spending on this camera, somebody should drive this to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Somebody should drive this to my house from New Jersey. And right. she's like, well, yeah, but. No. And she's like, we'll get it to you tomorrow. We'll overnight it. Nice. So I'm sitting there and I'm like eagerly waiting. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is great. You're like staring out the window like, waiting I for the mailman. Called all my friends. I'm like, yeah, I actually got the camera and it's coming. They're like, no way. You're not getting it. Yeah. But it was, it happened to be one of the days that I go to a dinner with 10 photographers from the Boston area. Cool. And they were like, so where's the camera? I'm like, it, UPS never brought it. This is by six o'clock. Oh, it was supposed man. to be at my house by 10 in the morning. Yeah. My wife calls me at nine o'clock. The UPS guy forgot to deliver it and brought it, brought it to my house in his personal car. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's why some service. Yeah. Right? right. Well, I mean, he fucked up. But yeah. yeah. But he brought after. it to my house in his car. He's like, I forgot to deliver this package this morning. Damn. He said it kept getting moved in the truck. Wow. Probably getting smashed around was, in the back was, of the truck. I was so mad. But it was the the greatest oh, thing when so I opened exciting. that box and saw it. Oh, I bet. Oh, Did what? you just play with it like all night? <laughs> it it was the first time I picked it up, I seriously looked at it and I was like, You're like, this how is the, the greatest fuck thing I've ever used this thing. <laughs> yeah, what's the learning curve on something like yeah, that after true. you've been using Nikon? It's 2019 and I'm still learning something new about yeah. that camera every day. Yeah. Which is the every, cool part about every it, right? Day. That's the whole point. There's, yeah, I know. That must be exciting. It, it's the, it's a, it, it's kind of like trying to drive a dump truck in a NASCAR race. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's the slowest thing ever. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you use it, it has its own unique sound. Yeah. And you know that you're going to pick it up and get that shot. Yeah, right. You know, you're not just using it to just spray. You know, I'm not looking at it for like the the silky smooth bokeh. Right, right. Even right. though it does, but yeah. you know, that's just not what I'm using it for. That wedding we shot two years ago, the remember that photographer? He had one. It was at uh, Danielle and Glenn's. Oh yeah, but he would only use it every like once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing was heavy. But I think it's that's the difference between in the video world having a DSLR and like a full production camera yeah where you have a cinema camera that you're setting up the shots every single shot is planned out whereas you have a DSLR or like something that you're shooting your best photo out there right. more like running gun yeah yeah exactly yeah it's the thing about that is like you know a, a DSLR you know you you have your basic 
aperture settings. You know, mm-hmm. you have, you know, f4, you know, 5.6, f f8. Yeah. The Hasselblad has f9.1, 0.3. Really? 0.7. You wow. know, it's, you know, 10.2. Wait, that's like, the f-stop? It's yeah, 0.7? They're point? point. Like, you can, you can dial it in so precise that it, it, it's insane. You know, it's the first time I ever shot a photo of it. I, I shot a picture of a kid standing in the middle of my 16 foot wide psych wall. Yeah. And I still had like eight feet over his head. Yeah. I zoomed it in and I could still see every filling in his, in his mouth. Damn. It, it's just insane. The detail that comes out of a 40 megapixel medium right. format sensor. I would love to try that. Is that what you used when you took um, our headshots a couple years back? Yes. Yeah, because I remember looking at that photo and I was like, it's so clear. It's awesome. Yeah, it it gives you, it gives you, sometimes it gives you too much detail. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, some people don't want all the detail. It's too much detail, but the one that I have, which is the um, H4D, you know, there was a lot of talk about, um, is it compared to the Nikon D800 when the 800 came out? They're like, oh, the night the 800 is 36 megapixel. You know, yeah. it's compared to the Hasselblad 40 megapixel. Sorry, jackass. They're not even remotely close. <laughs> like, they're not close. Right. You know, to the point that the first year I had that camera, I was processing my photos wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, I was totally processing them wrong. And somebody said, you know, these look great. But they're not right. I was like, what do you mean they're not right? He's like, are you putting them in Lightroom? I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, don't do that. He's like, have you, the guy said, have you used the Hasselblad Focus software? And uh, I was like, well, I use it to shoot. He goes, but how are you exporting them? I'm just taking them, send them to Lightroom. He's like, no, don't do that. Because in Lightroom, the files were like 50 to 60 megabytes. Right. Processed them one time in Focus. 297 that much more detail one file was 297 megabytes oh my god i was like it, it, it was a game changer like when because what i was seeing on my screen you know i never realized that it said 10 percent. i'm only seeing like i can see the full size file uh, but i'm only seeing 10 percent. that's crazy that's you know for it to open up you're like holy shit it's like a proxy on... uh proxy file for a photo yeah. which yeah. is crazy yeah wow that's all I got. You got any last questions? Uh, no, I think I'm good. It's very interesting. Yeah, good to hear where you came from. Yeah, Mike, appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. And we got to we'll have that golf. Yeah, match. we'll, we'll, we'll film the golf match. We'll, we'll, we'll put it out there. Out there. I'll I'm getting. The I'll take 11 shots on it. <laughs> <laughs> My course. Your course. My course. Alpine. 11 shots. 10 bucks a hole. 10 bucks a hole. Yeah. Ooh. Let's do it. But I get 11 shots. Um, we'll talk about it. All right, all right. We'll talk off here. <laughs> so, no, the thing is, do I have to use a a ten degree driver? You can use whatever you want. You're in Ooh. trouble. Ooh, <laughs> Mike, give him uh, give him your Instagram handle or where where you want him to go. MikeYeager.com. M Y K E M Y K E Y E A G E R. Cool. And Mike Yeager Photography on Instagram. And uh, as always, follow us on Instagram at up in your biz pod. Send us any questions you have. 
Uh, follow us, subscribe to the podcast here, pass it along, send it to your friends, your mom, your dad, everybody. And uh, we will see you next week.